letters to Miss Piggy. The excellent pod where two fab fat pen pals of Miss Piggy send an endless stream of uh, fan mail through the airwaves. <laughs> and that's Abby. She forgot what she was saying. <laughs> she's from the center of America. That's Jess. She knew exactly what to say. And she's from somewhere in Australia. <laughs> and we're both in Glasgow, Scotland. And I'm definitely sure we're lost because it is very sunny and delightful. Yeah, I don't know what's up with that. Uh, each episode of Letters to Miss Piggy, we chat through clips, interviews, and articles alike, all about our icon, the one, the only, only. <laughs> the Miss Piggy. And in that case, this case, this week, the fantastic Miss Piggy, I think you'll find. I have been, okay, well, we've only been doing this show for a little while, but I have been wanting to do this, like... Somehow my whole life, despite only having done a few episodes of the show. And despite um, not knowing about it. And it, yeah, in <laughs> fact, in fact, only finding out about it last month. Yeah. <laughs> this is a, a childhood dream of mine. Entire yeah. life. I'm so glad you get to fulfill this childhood dream. Finally, Abby. Finally. Yeah. You're From here. back when I was a child of, uh, how old am I? 28 and three quarters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. However many months that is. Mm. So that there. Yeah. Um, what do I know? <laughs> yes, yeah, so this week we did a little thing differently. Normally we have a look at themes. I mean, we're going to look at a lot of themes through this mm. episode for sure. Um, but we are going to really just have a big watch through of the fantastic uh, Miss Piggy show, which came out in 82. Uh, big old special. Uh, thankfully, all on YouTube, so really easy. So I do encourage everyone to go watch it because it is, it's definitely something. It, yeah, it's like if, if, let's think, it's like if the Muppet show and like mm, your best friend's musical at uni (laughs) met each other and had a baby that's very yeah i had very strong when i had to go watch pippin and i was like oh this is going for a long time Um, right (laughs) but i really love this person but i really love this person more than anything so obviously i'm here i'm a very supportive friend (laughs) um and they've seen me here so I'm going to be here the entire, I'm going to clap real loud at the end, because you know why? I love Miss Piggy. <laughs> That's exactly it. So yeah, just to like, just to sum up the context, it's a one hour TV special that was on ABC um, in the fall of 1982, as Jess said. Um, and it's, the premise is Miss Piggy finally gets to host her own variety show. Yes. Um, and she has a bunch of special guests, people who... Well, not as many special guests as you might think. I would have no. thought they could have gotten some more people, but whatever. That's just me. We'll talk about that later. We will. Yeah. I get a couple of people. I mean, it definitely was another, we will have another corner as we did last week of, who's this person, Abby? Do you know them? <laughs> I'm so um, excited. <laughs> so, because I was like, I knew one person, um, which I definitely want to get to in a second, but I do want to start with some of the opening stuff that I like. There's yeah. a good song, big number. She comes from the sky. She's lowered down. So it's very My classic. favorite. Yeah, right. so let's talk let's talk about how this starts. So Miss Piggy like descends into a crowd of dancers, essentially. Yes. Very Moulin Rouge. Yeah. And she's got her like someone throws a feather boa over her. Mm, it's really two. like a very sparky yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very episode two. It's really like a very sparkly big diva mm. opening. Ladies and gentlemen, the fantastic Miss Piggy show. I loved it. The opening was like really strong, really mm-hmm. packed a punch. 
Um, I really like it comes like straight into this song, but very like kind of slow song, and then goes into some words too. So the end of the song though has um what I would call the opening quote, which wasn't I guess quite the opening quote, but still. Um, mm. but I really enjoyed it because it was like, um, it goes into we're not looking for small change, we want big bucks, <laughs> which I liked already. Mm. Cause I'm like, mm-hmm, yes, it just like makes me think of any time any song goes like, um, you don't want a twig. I'm the whole damn tree or like right, right. I'm on a snack, I'm a whole damn meal or like that. That's like, it definitely have like gives me that vibe. And I, I'm all about that, obviously. Um, so I really enjoy <laughs> just that last. Yeah. Exactly. Cause I am big bucks, you know, and so is she. Um, um, and I'm not looking for small change. No, <laughs> so the right. Not. I do she want big that. bucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so I really like just that as an opener. And then it goes into, well, I know what you want to see. You want glamour. You want pizzazz. And you've come to the right pig. Uh, and I just, it really, for me, that like sets the tone of what I expected this special to be, mm-hmm. which we'll go into maybe it's an expectation. Maybe it was different to what was delivered. But yeah. that definitely was like, yeah, of course. That's what I came here for, obviously. You're yeah. star. It's like truly exactly what I wanted it to be the opening Mm. like when I saw that I was like oh good we're really gonna like hammer home this like Miss Piggy as like this super glamour diva gal who like rises and like descends and rises back up into the rafters and like it sort of has a bit of liveness to it as well like it kind of feels like Mm. a live tv special which is what they're going for um there is a moment where like (laughs) where you see Frank Oz's head um just like as he's as he's like flat yeah in the opening they're like they're doing the dance and it's like while she's headed back to like go back up on her platform um which is so cool her platform because her like hands are up in the air and her she's got like a big you know dress with like i don't know what the wings on it basically yeah it was incredible yeah um but while they're on the way there you just see like a little pop of bald head go by which that was very funny funny. (laughs) yeah um yeah you definitely i mean we talk about it a lot but you definitely forget that there's a person involved yeah human person his name is frank oz in this yeah like i have to like i have to (laughs) catch myself sometimes being like why isn't miss piggy doing the kicks with all the dancers you're like oh yeah because like right now she doesn't have legs yeah like actually the legs are a little trickier to maneuver (laughs) it's amazing i mean that's the power i mean the power of puppets but it's yeah. also like because it is that suspension of disbelief that really is incredible and obviously these yeah. are characters that already we love and when there's already yeah i just think it's just very cool um and i just but i didn't notice that so i'm glad that you did that's a nice yeah I'm i like that. when it it says frank oz like they it's the first person they credit mm-hmm. they go with mm-hmm. his biggie and like featuring frank oz and i was like yep bet you are <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> i know he had a lot to do this one yeah. around <laughs> like pretty busy boy and it's fun. They do that classic Muppets thing of like the opening and then we get to see behind the scenes and yeah. we see them like, so it is a live show. Everyone's scrambling. Kermit's in charge of the, ca- you know, and Kermit's in charge of like the everything. cast of Muppets who are running the cameras and yeah. like working everything behind the, you know, in the station. What is that called? Like where you... Control room? Yes, in the control room. Thank you. My brain absolutely failed me there. <laughs> Someone else needs to get behind the control center of my brain. <laughs> yeah. Do not let Fozzie in charge. Um, <laughs> Kermit, get back. <laughs> yeah, Fozzie should not be left in charge of anything. We learned. Um, we already knew. That's not new. Facts. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and so it's, you know, it's all set up to be this, like, really exciting, like, very classic Muppets thing. Yes. Um, I do like that we have both of those elements throughout the show. That yes. we get the, like, 
making of the backstage too much like i feel like the balance because i do i would worry if it was too i mean the kermit stuff we'll, we'll talk about but like mm. um i didn't want it to be too much that because i still wanted to be her and about her but i guess yeah it wouldn't be muppets without a behind the camera bit either and without like yeah. breaking the fourth wall because that's so the point of that anyway like so i think there's there's always the the show and then the show behind the show so that yeah. is very muppets I, it is right. I think I I think you're really right about that. That like unless it's a Muppets movie, like where we're really in it, like we're acting like the Muppets themselves are actors, and so we're in yeah. the fiction of the movie. Like for things like the specials or the TV show, I think like a big part of and we've talked about this before, but I think like a big part of what works about the Muppets is that we do that breaking the fourth wall, and is that yeah. like you know we sort of all acknowledge together that they're puppets and like by doing that regularly throughout the show we all enjoy it more you and by know doing that regularly throughout the show we also forget it's interesting yeah like, <laughs> that's um, true it's interesting <laughs> that you acknowledge it we do but then also you forget basically straight away and then you're like why Good is this piggy not kicking i don't understand <laughs> um, <laughs> there's that's no so reason true. she wouldn't be kicking that's so silly <laughs> I can't understand. <laughs> Do you think she'd gotten hurt the day before filming? Is she okay? Is everyone okay? Um, I We talked a little bit uh, ages ago, in the very beginning of this episode, about a focus I wanted to have on this show, just because we talked about it very loosely. But I was like, you know what's funny? The letter F. Um, the letter F and our icon has all these connections. So for me, it was always fat, fashion, uh, mm. feminism, and frog is my new one. <laughs> I'm saying it's like frog. <laughs> not really a frog icon or is she or is she uh, <laughs> but yeah so a lot of things we had a friendship you know that first week as well so like we a lot of flirting last week we flirting, yeah. exactly so a lot of f's for me and so that is kind of the way i broke this down for this show for me to kind it. of have it in those things so i put all my f's that i could think of um all my f's in a, in a line I, like uh... <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, so <laughs> really engaging stuff. <laughs> yeah, I hope you enjoyed my sounds. Um, so I want to talk. I don't know if you want to start. I can start with some a little bit of fashion. Cool. Yeah, I think so. Should about. we? Will we just let them be a surprise? Do you want to kind of outline what the what the big F's are for this week, or shall we yeah, just not dive right in? Hang on. Fashion, flirting, frog. Amazing. Favorite songs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've written here, and that's what I'm sticking with. Um, I deeply look forward to having to continually come up with Fs now. F forever. <laughs> you like favorite songs? Classic F. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I think Fashion Corner is a nice place to start because we'll start live. I know many of you do not know Burlap from Chiffon, but for those of you who do appreciate the finer things, we went for the Chiffon. I wanted to get your opinion on some fashion as well because... Yeah, how did you feel overall about the fashion in the episode? Okay, so some of the outfits I thought were amazing. There's mm-hmm. like a finale outfit that yes. Miss Piggy wears that's, um, well, we shan't spoil everything. Who else wears it? But yeah, there's the outfit that she wears is like a wrap dress with a big fluted sleeve and it's like a floral print. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and mm-hmm. like it is like the epitome of like, early to mid 80s fashion yeah. which like I am so into but it's also a little late 70s like it's like a slightly spiced up version I had, of I had a that. late 70s vibe for it but I mean I'm not a, mm. I'm not a fashionista by trade look um, I'm no authority on 
<laughs> on fashion. But yeah, it, it's sort sort of like between that late seventies, early eighties thing. It's got a little more structure maybe than your classic like peasant dress. But man, do I want that dress? Yeah, very, like very so good. badly. The fabric <laughs> reminded me of. Sorry, more. The oh fabric reminded me of. There's like this acid floral pattern that uh, Ray in New York City has, which is a company that does like sort of like small batch independent. Um, lines of clothing and they have a, a big curve range which is exciting yeah. because so few people have one um yeah. and that? they have a pattern like that and it is all sold out in plus sizes because of oh, course like, everyone wants them we all want it yeah and they've we just decided not to make it anymore for us <laughs> um, hopefully they will again i hope so too um, but yeah so that was probably my favorite your favorite yeah i think mine couple of weirdly mine was a real basic outfit but during a song so maybe i meant might mention later um she wears a like a paddington style raincoat yeah and i don't know why but it really like the whole but also it was like very cinched too it's like the kind of raincoat that i want and you and i have off pod have talked about my want mm-hmm. for a specific raincoat that i don't think exists um, yes, but- I've imagined and dreamed it up, and I believe I've even promised that if I ever get good enough at using my sewing machine, I would take a stab at editing yeah. a raincoat. But and we'll see how that goes. But she I, wore it. No she wore it. Miss Piggy wears my dream raincoat in this yeah. um, special, and it's very Paddington yellow. She has the red hat. She has, but it's like properly cinched. It's very fitted, but also still flows out. Mm. Um, and it is, and it's so silly because obviously she wears such like outrageous outfits in this special, and I do want to talk about them. But I just. I saw it. I was like, oh, I want that. That's my raincoat. Maggie's <laughs> like got my raincoat. She's was, wearing it. <laughs> she's found it. Where is it? Is it only coming big size? Um, and I just, it's amazing how obsessed I got with it because it's just really intense. And then, um, well, again, I'll talk about it later, but there is a lot of costumes later on. Um, and the one I also like was kind of a Marie Antoinette kind of one. It's very pink yeah. again, but very kind of old ye oldie very um regents not regency before that kind of what era is that elizabethan kind mm. of elizabethan-esque i guess right um, that is a big yeah. color big look very princessy um but very of this era that i really enjoyed so that felt very like she could be suddenly in a shakespeare play or something Ooh, mm. I was um in a has play. it been done it, i don't think great. it's been done i need to see it what what show should she do I mean, she could easily be Romeo and Juliet. She could be, I mean, she should be Juliet, but she also would be a really good nurse. Um, <laughs> she was just say nurse. <laughs> and maybe that's just from decades of fat ladies being cast as nurse, but like, it's also a great role. <laughs> but also, I like the idea of a big nurse, but also like pushing Juliet out of the spotlight every single time she's on with her and like just try to get on the scenes afterwards. And yeah. also, you know, when the nurse works with Romeo a little bit, like I can really yeah, see her so that could really be a- on board. And like that could be a place where she like breaks character and gets a little like too, too to into Romeo. it, yeah. yeah. And especially if Romeo is Kermit, for example. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but, or would Romeo be played by a human? These are all important <gasps> questions. Yeah, maybe maybe only the side characters, like the fun, like Mercutio, will be like mm. someone else. Uh, maybe oh, who would be a good Mercutio? God, this is such a I know. Version. Anyway, but, I know. Um, <laughs> it just was really great, and I, that's the dress. I that was those my kind of two favorites. The other favorites I have about characters of people I've not even spoken about. So maybe I will yeah. talk about our guest stars before well, I, I talk about this is back. maybe this is a good way to like yeah to introduce our guest stars and talk about the kind of stuff that they wear because it is sort of funny. Like we have two main male co-stars, guests, kind of yeah yeah kind of guest co stars I guess 
Yeah, because they're pretty, I mean, they're there pretty frequently. Like, they show up most of the scenes. Supporting it. And all the pictures of this special will be Miss Piggy in between these two men. Yes. You know, right. like, they, that was kind of how it was billed. Was like Miss Piggy and blah 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 and blah blah blah. Yeah, well, and so names. <laughs> so those blah blah blahs are George Hamilton and mm. John Ritter, which is like not bad casting. But I was kind of surprised that like I was kind of like them, <laughs> like really. So I and maybe not John Ritter. I love John Ritter. I didn't know George Hamilton. So I do want you to tell me who that person is. But before mm. that, I want to tell you my amazing special power. I, I would okay. call it maybe a super power. <gasps> wow. Uh, my superpower is knowing uh, any actor who's ever been in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I may not know their name. I probably will not. But I can tell you that John Ritter is in Ted, which is in season two, uh, Buffy. And he, he uh, dates Joyce. And spoilers, he's a robot. Um, and, That's right. And I saw this man. And this was like, I mean, a good 25 years later. But I saw this man and I was like, I know exactly who you are. Never seen him in anything else in my life. Yeah. Um, but I knew exactly. And I've done it the other time with um, someone else on The Muppet Show. Like season one of The Muppet Show, there's this guy who plays like a demon in season five of Buffy. And I was like, mm. and he looks so, he was the one who's in Cabaret. Oh, right. Um, and he like plays this demon in season five of, of Buffy's in two episodes. He's in, uh, and then I was just like, this is such a useless power that I have. Um, <laughs> but like incredibly well honed, like to the so point that niche. you can be like, oh, it's this season. It's these episodes. Like I Let might be able you. to be like, oh, I think maybe sometime during the series, but you're like, pinpointed to the minute like this is when the names of the episode you know I bet you you can find a way yeah that's fair Mm -hmm. I bet you can find a way to employ that skill in some useful fashion I'm not sure what it is yet (laughs) it's just amazing (laughs) how much of my brain I mean I also I mean it's just like dedicated to Buffy the Vampire still yeah that's not watching when I was 12 so maybe that's the formative years but it's just so Mm. interesting that I saw him and I was like Ted robot weird cookies like um (laughs) yeah right I could basically watch the film the episode in my head as I saw his face and I was like weird absolutely wild I needed to tell you that because I was like what a ridiculous thing (laughs) but um, could you tell me about George Hamilton yeah of course and actually a a little more about John Ritter as well um does he do something else (laughs) yeah one other thing I mean surely that's his highlight (laughs) yeah so the at this time like which what John Ritter is most famous for is Three's Company um which is a American sitcom that was sort of like revolutionary for its time where um you know he's a gay man but he pretends to be in a relationship with a woman to like or well or she's gay someone's gay and they live together in a threesome (laughs) um yeah it was like they i know they existed um but it's all sort of like it's sort of like rompy silly um and it was really popular i can't remember how can i not remember all the all the bits and pieces it doesn't really matter um it's interesting though or they're all single. I don't I don't know how it all comes together. At some point someone's gay. <laughs> I don't I'm think glad. it's him. <laughs> um I, I don't think it's him. But anyway, uh so so he's famous for Three's Company and also uh famously died very young. Um Yes, I knew yeah. that because of Buffy. <laughs> um, he died he died really recently after Buffy, and I think oh, an right. episode later they may dedicate to him, I think, maybe. Oh, that sounds right. Um, yeah, because yeah, he was also shooting, 
what show at the time, Eight Simple Rules. And he had just been on an episode of Scrubs as well yeah. as, um, yeah. I want to say Zach Braff's dad, as JP's dad, but I can't remember. Cool. Um, yeah. So, I mean, he was only like 54 or something. And he which is wild because he must be really young here, which does look young, but like. He looks he young, but he must be. Really uh, young. When's he born? 48. 1948. So, you know, you do the math. <laughs> <laughs> 30 I don't something. Want to do the math. Um <laughs> 48 to 88 is 40, right? Sure. And then right. minus six. So 34. Yes, yeah, so super young. He's super okay. young. I thought, yeah, I, oh yeah, okay. cool, 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 cool. 34. Um if I did the math wrong, I don't want anyone to tell me. Okay. No. Uh then George Hamilton. Yes. Totally tell different me. story. George Hamilton is still alive. Um oh, he's he in his 80s. Very old. Yeah, I think he's uh sorry? He looked kind of yeah, because I think because yeah, um, Red is so young. He looked George looked definitely older. Yeah, and he also like he that older. anyone who's that tan. I think he's, he's so tan. But I like, mean, he's like really weird tan as well. It's like such an odd mix of like obsessive tanning. You know, like when yeah. people just look like there's no like you know it's not real, but you also yeah. know that like they clearly keep it up with like an obsessive effort. Um. They I think there to. was a fashion as well. There was a fashion where like that really dark tan was like a thing, and you still sometimes yeah. see it with like an older generation. Definitely, um, so there's I guess sort that's of the his generation. It is, and I think there's kind of that like you know it's that mix of like the Western Hollywood actor. I mean, he's not a mm. he's not a westerns guy, but he was in Hollywood around the time that like westerns are pretty popular. So like yeah. you know, buff guys are all kind of tan. Um, but he also like it's the it's the guy in Los Angeles thing, isn't it? Yeah. Like I'm a you know I'm a hot man in L A. and I go out into the sun all the time. Yeah, but that's kind not of the in vibe. the sun. That's like proper sunbeds. That's definitely like other treatments. Like I assume there's yes. a lot of cosmetics involved. There's like, no way you look wild. that dark. Yeah. Um. And so he was in tons of stuff. He was in a bunch of like really like Hollywoody movies, but nothing like um that is like particularly memorable now I use in the Godfather part three, but I don't know how, like, you know, it's, it's, he's one of those actors that was very famous at the time. Who's like fame. It's not that like people don't know who he is, but he's definitely not like, you know, his fame doesn't hang around the same way that like Cary Grant's did. Right. Yeah, like, sure. which is funny. Cause he does do an impression of Cary Grant <laughs> in this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he's, you know, he's just some, some dude. <laughs> <laughs> Who wears some interesting things? And that that's because oh I didn't think um, Rita had many interesting outfits, but George had some really interesting looks. I really liked his. So when they um, they have like a couch moment, um, mm. which we'll talk about more in flirting, but he wears this like kind of pink satin bomber jacket, um, which already appealed to me. And I was already like, I'm curious, but like yeah, on cool. like the pocket square part was like just a picture of Miss Piggy's face. <laughs> um, and I just loved the idea of her picking that out for him. Um, yes. <laughs> and like, yes. Making him wear this on the show. Like, oh, and also on the, I had a moment of like, it's on his left side, so, you know, close to her heart. Close to his heart, you know. Wouldn't have even thought right of there, it. Right there, right on the heart, close, you know. And it was just like, I just saw it. And I was like, this is ridiculous. I also really want yeah. that jacket. Me I too. It. I think it looked ridiculous in him. I think it would look great on us. Yeah. Um, um, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no complaints there. But he is also wearing it with like, with a deep, deep, like a, a white shirt, like deep V-neck, like buttoned well, down to its like fourth button. Well, his beautiful tan chest. <laughs> and his yeah. medallion. Oh, it's so much. It's, it's so, so much. much. Um, and then his other outfit 
is that I really like, which actually is a referencing to the tan, is later on in a song, who knows? Um, mm. He wears this like very like stripy beach outfit. Like, you know, there's like one piece, you wouldn't say, but yeah, this one mm. piece stripy beach outfit that I thought was hilarious because otherwise he's in like a suit, like he's like a proper person. Right. And then suddenly he's in this like quite short, like short on legs, one piece, like ridiculous swim <laughs> yeah. outfit. And then in the song, they talk about him getting a tan, obviously. And you're like, well, I guess that checks out. But it was just so, like, gaudy and amazing. And I loved yeah. it. We can talk about one outfit that doesn't work for me so well. Yes, uh, I'm a little iffy on this, like, very – so so the, the gist, right, is that this is a variety show, and so there's all these different songs, mm. and they all have different vibes. And one of the vibes that, like, I get that what they're referencing is that, like, Hollywood in the 60s was really obsessed with Hawaii, like just really obsessed with it. And they do a lot of like really questionable and exoticizing like luau stuff in that era. Yep. And boy, do we do that exact same thing here in 1982 with a song in which like fake natives say like mumbo jumbo language and she comes in, they're carrying her on a chair. Most of the dancers are white. I don't know if that's better or worse. There's like a tiki head and George is wearing like um like a I don't even know how to describe it, like a fake costumey kind of like half warrior, half sexy guy outfit with like a gauntlet really no and like good. a shiny headdress thing and a cape. Yeah. It's um, really yeah. Yeah, yeah, I didn't vibe with that so much. That whole scene also apparently was Polynesian style ceremony. Oh, I see. That's what they I read it that <laughs> yeah. on the wiki and I was like, sure. I guess maybe because there's a um cannibalism undernote undertone maybe that's oh, like Polynesia. i suppose that's true that makes perfect sense but um I, but yeah the but luau, it's so detached but luau, from... they're just putting that anywhere also like anything could be a luau i guess because <laughs> like, okay, right? that's not yeah true, because they do right? say it multiple times which is why i was like i guess it's hawaiian but it doesn't really yeah and also like yeah it's just kind of it's also just not even that good of a song or that interesting of a sequence which i think yeah. is like not that it would be okay if it was but I, it didn't vibe. So also that's the beginning when you first see kind of George. So I was like, is he tanned? Is he in some mm-hmm. sort of blackface? Like I, um, I couldn't tell. That was the first part. But I think he must, when you see him later on, I think he's just his weird tan. But I, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if some of those, um, and some of the extras of the other dancers definitely look like they maybe had browned up slightly. It kind of seems like it. And that's sort of a shame. Like, not sort yeah. of, that is a shame. And Super it's kind of, you know, you're just like, oh yeah, I guess this is, like I understand this is from the 80s and there's only, like I can't yeah. change anything about it, but it's not like we didn't no. know about racism or exoticism in 1982. No, but it just means if we would have watched this on Disney Plus, there would have been a disclaimer in the beginning. Yeah. Because um, that's <laughs> yeah. how this goes now. That's um, true. It's just a disclaimer going, hey, we know this isn't as cool now. Just so you know, we know. Um, <laughs> and is, then we're like, oh, everything, problem solved. <laughs> everything's fine now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, there's everybody. an okay joke in there, but you're right. I didn't even think about the cannibalism element of it as like where the joke came from. Yeah. Because there is, there's that kind of cute joke where they bring out a tray and it's very obvious, like they have an apple and they're going to put her on the tray and then they yeah. put a melon on instead. But in retrospect, gross. The whole thing was a bit gross. It just, yeah, it wasn't for me. Um, yeah. And I watched it going, maybe if I was a kid watching it, it would have been different. Um, yeah, but because I think maybe things are different in the way I would have looked at that now. I'm like, oh, funny thing, her running around, you know, there's I mean, we have some context for it that we probably wouldn't have had either of us watching this younger. Yeah, that's the only thing I could think of. Maybe it's for that, but I don't 
No, I guess. I don't really I, know what yeah, means. I sort of just felt like I was like, oh, you know what else this reminds me of, actually? Oh, yeah. Uh, is the a very similar scene introducing Miss Piggy in Muppet Treasure Island. Yes, um, which is an excellent film in every way. I don't yes, know, it or is. Or if you're anything else about it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it, you know, in that scene, which like we don't need to watch, but in that no. scene, there's a really similar kind of like song and stuff, but it's a little yeah. more detached from kind of any real culture in Muppet Treasure Island. I'm sure you could still make the argument that it's kind of exoticized in that, but like, this is just much more blatant in mm. what it's doing, I think. I think I don't so. Know. I think it's just a bit more on the nose, but I just think that, but uh, yeah, I think there is definitely a very similar thing in Treasure Island, but that's a bit later, Treasure Island, isn't it? 90s? Um, yeah, good, a good yeah, chunk of time 90s. later, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but I was just like, oh yeah, recycling some of our material here. Yeah, they were <laughs> like, like, we still have the outfits. Uh, yeah. Do you know why? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you can just throw them on any Muppets you want. That's fine. Just make some Muppets um, say Ooga Booga, right? Yeah, right? <laughs> da, da, da. It's definitely that. Um, but, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But it's weird because in that... <laughs> Maybe this is tarnished with nostalgia. Um, but in Treasure Island, I didn't feel that the same way. But maybe that is because nostalgia is involved. But yeah. we'll watch it again for the show anyway. So we'll, we'll yeah, we'll comment on that when we see it. Yeah. More in depth and see how many yeah. disclaimers that everyone needs to do. And uh, <laughs> we'll have a chat about <laughs> That's that. That's it. Um, any more outfits? Because there are a couple more. So those are my those are my highlights. There was one more. I really like this. Um, she does this ballad. And this very like body hugging dress, like this asymmetrical mm. dark dress that has this big peacock headpiece. Yes, that is so you. cool. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Folks at home, I can see what she's doing. You just imagine it. <laughs> imagine me putting my hand above my head like a peacock feather. <laughs> just like a peacock feather. Guys. Just exactly how peacock feathers go. <laughs> just like that. Um, so <laughs> I really like that because it felt sometimes, I mean, she does often wear figure hugging things, but it just felt very, I don't know. I loved mm. it. It felt very, um, it didn't need to be as, it was really dark too often. She was quite light colors. Yeah. Um, a lot of pink. And this was a lot of pink. And this was like yeah. a dark kind of like a navy purpley. It was mm. navy blacky guy. Didn't write the color in my notes. I just wrote dark. Dark <laughs> and you're like number. <laughs> remembering it in your head, like I don't know, dark color. Definitely dark color, which is what I, I, think I wrote maybe. here. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> um, but I like the asymmetrical. I like the like the shoulder. Um, mm. I just I don't know. It really was lovely, and it, for me, it was a nice change. Like I guess putting the show together, they had an idea of how that would all look. But that for that kind of ballad was really lovely. Um, mm. What of obviously music in this which is how that kind of variety show goes but I really like that ballad yeah I thought that one was really nice there's a couple really great songs in here there's a couple things where I was like this is so out of Frank Oz's range that you might as well have not done it (laughs) (laughs) yeah well that's a fact for sure yeah there's definitely some of those which is choices I guess yeah (laughs) but then there's some things that work better like to to comment briefly on her classic Jane Fonda workout outfit Oh, yeah. um, there's a great segment in this, which I didn't know. Well, I didn't know it was from this, but I hadn't really put it together because I've seen oh, this segment a few together. times. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah. And I think we've even talked about it, like chatted about it personally. But there's this great little segment on here called Snacksercise. Get ready to Snacksercise. The world is yours to take Snacksercise. And life's a piece of cake. Which is like a, yeah, it's like a Jane Fonda workout video. She's got her little like, She's got little purple tights on and little pink leg warmers and little sneakers and a little leotard and then 
satin gloves, a bracelet, and a, like a little headband. Yeah. And uh, the the whole song is just about how to snack better. So instead of giving you workout instructions, it's like munch and crunch and chomp and chew, which it's, so good. it's really cute. I really like it. Yeah. <laughs> It's cute, and, like, and the puppetry is great. To the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> and then all Peel that the wrapper. Yes, and then all that, all that snacking is getting me hungry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just got a little team of people doing, like, real easy little workout stuff behind her. It's very cute. Yells at them for doing it sometimes. Yes. Doing it. <laughs> no, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> munch and crunch and chomp and chew. Munch and crunch and chomp and chew. Munch and crunch, chomp and chew. And There are definitely some segments in here that are like very kind of like I would call that a classic Miss Piggy segment. Yeah, well, it feels like something that would like fit really well in like very modern Miss Piggy too. Like if mm-hmm. that was in Muppets Now, I wouldn't blink an eye. You know, like that would fit totally. Well. So yes, I definitely feel like it's very timeless for her. I guess because they make those kind of quote unquote kind of fat jokes of she wouldn't exercise, she would snack instead. I suppose that's true. That's kind of a perennial. I mean, she's a pig, literally. So it, you know, makes sense. Like she is an animal who is known for snacking. (laughs) Like, yeah. Um, Um, I think later on in Muppets Now, she does a couple of with actual weights. I remember there being actual weights involved, but she definitely took some nice breaks in the middle. But yeah, it's one of those things. Mm. (laughs) I definitely really enjoyed that a lot. And I didn't, I, again, knew it existed, but didn't know it existed. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and definitely cute. Like I was like, oh, you know, I mean, I'd never wear this to work out in, but it does look really cute. Maybe I will now. I work out all the time. Yeah. <laughs> bring some little ballet clothes and yeah. <laughs> get going. Lift. Do some dead lifts with my ballet clothes. <laughs> with your little pink snag tights on. and Yeah. I'd look, be I'd look awfully cute. cute. Really cute. Do you own leg warmers? This is the issue. I mean, my legs are already so warm. It's really hard. To <laughs> like, I have really excellent circulation. It's a curse. Um, it can't be helped. I just have hot legs. You do have hot, hot legs. legs. And just hot so hands. You know. yeah. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's one other outfit. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm hammering it no, home. No, tell me. Um, there's one other little outfit that she wears. when They do They do sort of like a beaker and uh, who's he, what's it segment. So she's in oh, her yes. little... She's a little button-up shirt with a little, she's got a little tie on. She's got little glasses. Yes, it's way cute. She hits John Ritter uh, to test the strength of this new helmet. She hits him on the head with a hammer and then a steel girder. Um, Steel girder is such an amazing escalation to that scene. It's it's hammer to girder. There's nothing in between. There's no rule of three. Um, They disrupt it. It's so good. And okay. like, she's so cute in her little, what I love about this is that she's in this little outfit, but she's still got her pink satin gloves on or purple nice. gloves on. Um, and she's just, yeah, ruthless in it, um, which is one of the few like non-song, there's a few non-song segments, but that is. A couple. I really liked that one, actually. Because that, yeah. that was like quite funny, like just very classic comedy, very classic slapstick in that sense. Yeah. People get hurt. It's hilarious. It <laughs> is hilarious. Like that's why it's funny when she beats people up because she's a tiny little puppet, you know? It's so <laughs> like, funny. <laughs> yeah. I, I have to say like, so a sort of passing comment now that you've said that about like, this yeah. was like a really funny little segment and it was, mm-hmm. and it was really funny that they like threw out the rule of threes and just immediately smashed on Ritter with a girder. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I kind of expected to see a little bit more of like that, that sense of humor, like things that were maybe like a little bit more like over the top or silly. And a lot of the humor really just comes back, which is fine. But I, I guess I didn't expect it all to come back to flirting. Yeah, which is so this is very much interesting because obviously last week we did uh, her early flirting kind of stuff and we really delved mm. into that. If you missed that, go listen to that. Yeah. Um, but don't miss it. Don't miss it. It's very interesting. Um, That's good. But there was a lot of flirting and a lot of like weird, uh, like as the three of them, yeah. it's like a really ineffective love triangle um, yeah. is what I would call it. I like <laughs> and that. Love triangle <laughs> in the sense of flirt triangle. Flirt slash bit more than flirt as well yeah but not love really but you know for the point of argument um so piggy is really enjoying having a bit of nice what i would call an innocent flirt with george mm. because again we all know that a lot of miss piggy's flirting is to get kermit's attention obviously kermit's still directing the show right and has like eyes on the whole thing so a lot of um her flirting is to do with him um which is established as one of those things yeah. um so i think george was perfect for that because it's like a very innocent flirt right and she and yeah and mm. it's kind of and you wouldn't go too far but and he doesn't really let it go very far at all and it actually takes a long time for him to give in much at all uh, he's even the very <laughs> beginning they're like having a kiss off with the two of them um and he's like yep i'm gonna keep kissing you on the cheek yeah um, <laughs> like no thing to do John um, Ritter's like got her like in a dip, like making out yeah. with her face. And, yeah. <laughs> like zealously. Yeah. And also that was fun as well. In some ways, the beginning as well, because it was just like this funny bit of like kissing. Yeah. Like, and that was quite funny. And yeah. like him like really going in for it. And he like obviously is very, he's very into Miss Piggy from the get go. And, yeah. and actually, in some ways, it's really nice to see him be like, yes. Yes, Miss yeah. Piggy, I'm so into this. I'm so into this. I can't even do it for the sake of a joke. I want to be right next to you. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. But then it does get to a point where weirdly they're all playing their own other parts. Like the way George reacts to Miss Piggy is the way Miss Piggy reacts to um John. And it's kind mm. of this weird, yeah, triangle of no good. I like That's what that. I'd call it. I the triangle <laughs> of no good. I know because that innocent flirt, like George sort of like holds that up and there's like a Mm. chat scene like a chat show scene where it's like was it cozy corner where she's like you know she's in her little like pencil skirt very like classic you know little pearls and uh he goes to sit in the he sits at the far end of the sofa while she's on a chair and she comes over to sit by george um she's trying to get him to sit closer and closer to her Mm. which like he ends up well i mean she ends up trying to get him she's like well you're a real Hollywood movie star. So like, why don't you, why don't we do a role play? Like, why don't you show me what it's like to do a love scene? Yes. Um, and so he does like a, she's like, you be Cary Grant. And I can't remember who she is. She's uh, a Southern male. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just a Southern male. And I've just come this way. Her accent is hilarious. It's so bad. <laughs> I think it's uh pretty pretty similar to mine. So uh yeah. I, I oh. have to say yours is already better just from that one phrase. So funny. <laughs> I am here to turn your yearning into passion and lust. Yeah, and so they play that, but then actually that ties into the Kermit bit that I want to talk about. Yeah. Is, that's when his and to be fair, this is exactly the point. Her flirting with George is exactly what she wants because 
then Kermit gets really jealous and he's in the control mm. room and he zooms the camera in on them. <laughs> basically make it, and when I say zoom, I mean a person with a camera walked up to them. Um, which is what happened. Um, <laughs> right. And and then yeah, and then like to just disturb the whole scene. And then when and it, when he finally goes away, Miss Piggy tries to like do it again and George is like, I think that moment's probably gone. And which is probably the closest they got to like, oh, there's a bit of the end. Yeah. Like, it was closest they got to maybe something a bit more. Again, it was all I mean, we this kind of stuff is all very PG. It's all very like um tongue in cheek, obviously. Yes. Um right. but a lot of it is for Kermit. And that one was like a very clear of like obviously that worked because Kermit was obviously like hella jealous. Mm-hmm. It um, maybe yeah. like I sort of only realized for the first time there that like part of what Miss Piggy's doing, like the problem is like when someone else is into her, mm. it doesn't work because what she wants is to flirt to make Kermit jealous and yes. to do it safely. So when she flirts with people like George she knows Perfect. he's not going to take, he's not going to make any moves on her. He's very yeah. like, you know, he's got his boundaries set. He would only kiss her on the cheek at the beginning. She knows yeah. it's a safe bet. Whereas like John Ritter's always trying to like get up in her business and like get in her face and she doesn't actually want to. And that's the issue. So like yeah. the opposite with John Ritter. So like when they were doing their scene, she tried to get him to sit away from her. <laughs> draft. <laughs> yeah. um, he was like sitting like right on top of her basically and she's a small puppet. Don't be like this. Um, <laughs> he looks so big next to her. <laughs> yeah, get off her. And then, yeah, he literally does try to, like, and he and it's quite intense. And it's quite, like, I mean, the thing is, she doesn't, I mean, this sounds worse when I'm about to say it out loud. She doesn't say, <laughs> she doesn't say no. That's uh, true. She, she's on TV. Like, she's on TV. And so what she does is she does what we all know as the uh, polite woman trying to escape a situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so she tries to change the conversation. She tries to shift the focus. Um, and he's very, very focused. So he keeps trying to change the story back. To, and I mean, it is still funny in the end, but there is definitely bits where you're like, this is a lot, isn't it? Um, yeah. I yeah. that's the feeling that I had where I was just like you know this is it is working because I also know that John Ritter's not going to like be any more untoward to Miss Piggy than this right yeah. like I it is safe in that sense but it did get a little bit it got to be a little bit much a little bit too true in a way yeah. as well like when she's changing the conversation I was like I'm sure I've done this exact pivot before like yeah. it's like just a little too close to reality and I you think, know I think you notice those things maybe more so now, I guess, where everyone's talking about it more, which is brilliant. But, like, mm. it's it was interesting watching that. But it was interesting because those are the two types, right? So, you're, yeah, one is yeah. safe and one is literally a risk. And yeah. they're having to then figure out how to be. And the annoying part I find is that Kerman's, like, all jealous of the other one, <laughs> but, like, not giving a fuck that you, she could, he could, like, literally see that she's not into this because anyone yeah. with eyes can. Um, yeah. Nobody cameras coming in to save you then, is there? Um, Doing nothing at all. And like they have a big fight, so like they have sort of an off screen commercial break fight. They do. Right? After the George Hamilton scene. And it's so, so, yeah, it's so funny because it's just like, you know, Kermit sort of plays it cool a lot of the time on the show. Like he sort of plays it like he's not that interested in this attention. And then as we discussed last week, there's a lot of times where he plays it that way, but then he obviously is interested. Yeah. And this is sort of one of those times where he like he can't even pretend and he's so mad he's like zooming on the pig, you know. Yeah. <laughs> They're the like pig. Oh the frog. But then also is- I was really annoyed because like she then ends up at the end of that fight, she's kind of saying sorry. And I was yeah. like, why are you apologizing? 
Um, <laughs> yeah, he if he liked it, he could put a ring on it. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. the fuck are you apologizing for? Don't apologize to this frog. Like, um, I Not got big so Kermit mad. stands over here. <laughs> yeah. I know. I just, you just, in that fight particularly, like, because he didn't go, I'm in the mature thing to say in that situation was, I didn't actually like seeing you with him. And turns out I do. Like <coughs> and turns yeah. out we should talk about our relationship more. But instead he was very petty. And this is a live show. And I don't think he did the right choices. And then she <laughs> felt bad about it. And then sang him about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, like, <laughs> too true <laughs> and they just kind of have to make up because the show must go on um, <laughs> that, that was my frog section actually that's all I had to say about frogs I was like Ugh, Kermit why are you like this <laughs> there's a really there's another really great moment toward the end yeah. where instead yeah. of she's like you know there's one man to thank for all this and really special I, you know, guy I need to, yeah really important to me and everyone this. Yeah, he he doesn't know what's coming, and Kurt, you can see Kermit like straighten up and get ready to leave the control room, and oh. Fozzie's patting him on the back, and she calls out the network executive who greenlit so the funny. show. So funny! Oh man, I don't know. Kermit does have it rough sometimes with her, but at the same time, I he could be a better this... frog. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, step up and be a better frog. I just think in yeah. this scene, for one thing, he got annoyed about the wrong thing, and then mm. another thing, he didn't. And do any fun camera tricks when she literally has on top of him. <laughs> yeah. On top of her that she she obviously didn't want. True. Obviously. We all have eyes. And then somehow blamed it all on her and mm. made her apologize in the end. Yeah. All very all very <laughs> disappointing, <laughs> Kermit. Kermit. <laughs> yeah. oh, do better, Kermit. Um, so yeah, those are my feelings. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. I I think that we really like share the feelings there. Um, And like, I think like, that's pretty much it in terms of flirting there. Just like that is the bulk of the show are these scenes that she has with George and John. Yeah, it kind of escalates at the very end. And there's finally a bit more of a proper kiss with George that he seems to be into. That's Um, right. but But again, it's still very safe and fine. And then actually... Um, it ends a little bit differently with with John, and maybe that's for the best. Yeah, um, that's. <laughs> I think really he gets what he deserves. You think that's completely true? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, quickly, wanted to ask you again on my corner of who's that? Um, yeah. Do you know who Tony Clifton is? Yeah. Oh my God. So it's so funny. It's so funny that Tony Clifton is here. So, okay. So Andy Kaufman. Do you know who Andy Kaufman is? Yeah, I know the name. Right. So he's just, he's a, he's sort of like an anti-comedian or like okay. an experimental comedian um, who okay. did, he was on SNL briefly. He was also a main character in the TV show Taxi. Um, so that sure. ran very famously from like the late 70s to the early 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, and his brand of comedy would be, it's like very character driven. So he would like go into character, like very method. And he would sometimes like be in character just like, for whole evenings, like very few people knew him as like an individual human outside of his character. He would show up to like talk shows and do like some heinous stuff. Like one time, I think it's a David Letterman show talk show. He shows up and he's like, I'm sick. And he's in like a bathrobe and he's got like tissues and he looks like crap. And he just like, doesn't participate in the interview. And it's really funny, but so uncomfortable because he never breaks character. Um, I it, about that. I, uh, 
it depends on you look you either like it or you don't i think it's very like one or the other but he does yeah he's got a lot of stuff and this is his lounge singer character okay so it's tony clifton like, is he a character in this yeah <laughs> okay so um all right so tony clifton yeah is this like lounge singer it's guy a who's like a las vegas plays. guy yeah and ah, he is exactly <laughs> what he is in this show which is like yeah. you know he um not very good. Not very good is what he's doing. Making stuff nasty. up on the spot. Sort of rude yeah. and kind of like mean, but also like kind of like, yeah, it's such an odd, it's it's an odd choice to have Tony Clifton in this, but I guess it makes sense because Andy Kaufman was kind of at like the height of his fame at this time. Um, and so was Tony Clifton. And yeah, especially for like the horrible interviews that Tony Clifton would do, like this kind of lounge singer would do. So yeah. I think, I guess it makes sense that he's here but i was i was like what i was like what because i was like who, huh because he looks real joke? like he yeah, looks like he doesn't look like a character he just looks like a guy well, I, he kind of like an elvis impersonator but like a bad one that's the the nice. whole gist isn't it yeah cool. like as long as i got that reference <laughs> i was like what is happening yeah like, like fat elvis this, right yeah. yeah i do sometimes get those like old uh muppet shows as well that i'm like this joke is probably really good in the 70s slash 80s. Yeah. For me, <laughs> yeah. <or> nothing. <laughs> if there was any context to this at all, I might appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to do with that. Um, so I definitely was so, I was like, can't wait to talk to Abby about this because hopefully she can shed some light. Yeah. So I'm, like, I'm not going to research it. I'll just ask Abby. <laughs> Look, I hope that helps a little bit, but basically like, it it's there's this like weird joke that took me a minute to sort of figure out, which okay. is like Tony Clifton comes out and he's doing his kind of lounge singer Song, shtick. Like, yeah absolute third rate like if I was at a bar and this guy started talking I'd be annoyed about it right that kind of shit and Miss Piggy's back in the control room and everyone is dead silent and she keeps trying to like get them to engage in conversation like oh he's he's pretty good right like basically everyone is just like dead silent yes and then later in the show he comes back out and he's shit talking her to the audience And then she appears and he turns to her and he's like, oh, you're so fabulous and talented and wonderful. And we realize that like, oh, she she has decided to hire this guy to be on her show. She's brought him on. Nobody else agreed with her. And now like he's like flattered her and convinced her to put him on the show. And now she has to just like own that decision, which is a weird I don't know. Weird, because they say that she's, um, they have it in the intro for him. They go, Miss Piggy's not just a diva. She's finding stars now. And that's why she was in the control room being right. so like, isn't he great? Doesn't everyone think that I've done a great job finding the star? Right, yeah. guys? And then you don't really realize it until the, the kind of, I guess, more flattery. Um, mm. And then she goes, like, no wonder I picked him. Like, like that's very throwaway kind of like, yeah. of course I picked him. And like takes the like little handkerchief or little thing like that and it's very classic I guess in that sense but yeah, yeah I definitely a lot of that went straight over my head and I was like but yes that's the part for me that really dragged <laughs> like yeah in the beginning I was like oh, this was really long anytime he was on yeah. screen I was like this is taking forever <laughs> I have to say like I know who Tony Clifton is and think he's funny and I didn't think that he fit here very well like I I like the character. I think the character works great, but I thought their way of introducing him just like wasn't effective enough because a lot of the Muppets jokes are like really on the nose and that's what makes them work. And this yeah. was like a weirdly slow burn for what it is. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> no lasting power, certainly. I guess if no. you already knew that, like, it kind of works. But even then, I don't know. Weird choice, in my opinion. I don't know. Um, I... Oh, where's the song? Oh. Favorite songs. <laughs> F for favorite F songs. For favorite songs. <laughs> I can't think that. of any synonyms that start with F either. I'm like, rhythm, music, tunes. <laughs> uh... Flash dance. <laughs> Flashdance <laughs> not featured in this special, sadly. But actually, again, Miss Piggy would be great in Flashdance. Oh, Imagine man. the water coming over her. We should do just like one whole episode of Miss Piggy casting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, sorry. Favorite songs, Jess. Uh, yes, my favorite song. No, my favorite song was, I don't even know what it's called. I, uh, I called it the year song. It's me. <laughs> January's pretty baby's not too shy. To catch the eye of high society Champagne and sheer perfection's what they see It's me! It's me! It's me! <laughs> okay, obsessed with it? It's the musical salute to the year? <laughs> um, this for me was like, for me, the very, the, the opening was really strong and this song was really strong. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it was, it was like also really funny because she has to change costumes so much and that's part of the comedy. Um, mm-hmm. But also the song's really catchy and adorable. And yeah, because she's changing costumes, it's like very visually fun. But she's just running around. There's a place where she, they're like, uh, John's like, oh, the back of your dress is unzipped. She's like, I know. And like, <laughs> that's because we've got a quick change. It's quick change, quick change. And she's like running through being like, why is this such a quick change? And like, it's so funny. It's <laughs> so good. Because they do January, February, March, and April. May. I don't know why March and April. I don't think. I guess because they sing about it in the like they're like the something of March and then the you know like the terrors of March and the flowers of April or whatever. So weird. I know. Yeah, I think it's called the calendar song. Oh, that would make more sense rather than but I year song. song, It's me. me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I prefer yours to be clear. Because that's what she says. She at the end of every every part of it, she goes, "It's me." And each, it keeps getting faster and faster. Yeah. Like, it's already fast. And then the tempo just, like, keeps picking up. And she keeps having to be in all the different outfits for the month. I have to say, like, so the one where uh, George is in his, like, beach outfit that you mentioned that earlier. Summer. Yeah, I think it's just July a... Oh, no, yeah, July or August, maybe? The American one. Um, yes, that's right. Uh, so, but July. she's in this little, like, very cute little swimsuit and sunglasses. Yes. I was like, oh, I kind of want to... Yeah, and yeah, right? so the February one is the one I was talking about before that's kind of that very um, Shakespearean era, but very pink and amazing. You know, it's so funny because it also reminds me of the Queen of Hearts in Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, which I think is also because that's the same kind of fashion. You're right. Like that's that kind of Victorian fashion. Yeah, and because um, they're doing that Valentine's Day thing, it does literally have hearts on it. Hearts so I suppose it. that's yeah, the it's a a kind of easy association. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Um, and then but it's just, song. I really enjoyed it. And like, there's all these like um, people in like, know what you call them like it's all a big platform mm. uh she's in the middle uh and there's like this like four kind of backup singers all around her kind of like brady bunchy's looks they look like brady bunch people yeah it's like it's a little cameo that. That <laughs> she, it's like yeah it's like a little cameo with the month name on it that they put in front of her that she like pops up in yeah and but then, there's like yeah. all these other like support people around her and they're like doing, yeah like, the proper song and she's like running around like a crazy person <laughs> yeah. and it's so good um and I really enjoyed it and I just that for me that was for me the song um I would call yeah. it the favorite song favorite favorite I'm with you I could not get over how much fun that song was and I 
kind of like it's a great finale or like close to finale number but yeah. i kind of wanted to like i would reshuffle this uh whole experience sure. personally and out. i think i'd put this um, a little earlier yeah oh yeah <laughs> it's a little yeah, the too momentum late the momentum is yeah. really strong in it i think you're right i think a bit early with yeah. the momentum purposes because it's such a yeah fast-paced Song. Yeah. Um, Thanksgiving in a loving company. Who's there not for everyone to see? It's me. It's me. It's me. And with all the costume changes and all those kind of things, I really enjoyed Tessa's great quote that I wanted to kind of attach to that, which is It I'm takes ready. a lot of work for hard, dedicated people who are and will remain behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> who are and will and remain. Will remain. <laughs> And it's funny because the other day we were talking about um, who, like, if she was in theatre, how she could never be a stage manager. Yeah. That's why. Like, <laughs> yep. There it is. Right there, neatly and tidily summed up. Oh, it's so funny. And I just, I think it's because of that costume one as well. Because you can imagine, like, three people, like, trying to put her in these different outfits, like, <laughs> and running around. Yeah. Oh, wedding. She had a wedding dress. I wanted to mention that. Yes, that, right. That she had a wedding dress, which obviously comes back a couple times throughout her career. Yeah. Um, as we've seen from some very uh, famous Miss Picky in a in a wedding dress pictures. I oh man, I the costuming in this like is great and the flirting is interesting and parts of it drag. I do think the finale, the actual finale song, is one of my favorites as well. Good. Um, F for finale. F for finale. Um, I really love. So Miss Piggy finds out that this is not a series; it's a one-off TV special. What? I know. I'm really sorry why. to disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> I could take a few guesses. <laughs> okay, there's a couple of reasons. But, but even so, special. I mean, look, Theory I'd watch special. I'd watch the whole show yeah. if there was a show, obviously. But yeah, <laughs> so she finds that out and she bails. She like runs off stage yeah. and has uh, what could best be described as a temper tantrum? Uh, yeah, a diva meltdown. A diva meltdown, there it is. Those <laughs> other ones are for children and she's an adult. Um Jeez. Yeah, <laughs> but so Kermit comes on and he's trying to stall for time, and they're like, "Okay, we're ready to go." Oh, and uh, the music's swelling; everything's beautiful. There's a big heart up a flight of stairs, which is obviously a door that Miss Piggy's going to come from. Yeah, everyone's um, ready. Everyone's ready, and they all gesture to the door, and who comes out? <laughs> but uh, just classic John Ritter, <laughs> um, <laughs> and you know, really in disguise. And when I say in disguise. I mean, in a beautiful dress, which you mentioned earlier in the fashion, beautiful dress, and uh, more importantly, a fake nose. (laughs) On a little elastic, which he pops up onto his face right at the end. Um, Yeah, trying to walk in heels. I got to say, John Ritter has gorgeous legs. Yeah, really missed his out in his drag career for sure. Yeah, right. Totally. Um, he to wear heels better if he was going to do drag. For he would time. definitely need to learn how to walk in them because he is struggling. Um, but that's what prompts. So that prompts Miss Piggy from behind the scenes. You see her little face poking up. She's obviously in the exact same outfit. Um, it's meant to be her final number, and so she runs out and she pulls on a vine. Uh, attached to like a, a marble column, like a pink marble column, and knocks it over and just destroys the entire set Pulse around the dancers. Falling down very dramatically <laughs> in a way that I just enjoyed so much. Yeah. 
And John Ritter's like, it wasn't my idea. They made me oh, do this. Yeah, I still love you, Miss Piggy. And, he's, and that's the point that I was saying yeah. before. Like, I really love this, like, very just desserts that I think <laughs> that John Ritter gets because then he gets a very well-deserved hire in the chest. Um, yes. Which he deserves because he's been too much all day. And he definitely betrayed her in this moment. It's true. It's true. Yeah. He shouldn't have done her. He shouldn't have done her final number. Yeah, he didn't do dirty. justice to it either. Um, she gets two good hires because she gets to hire him and she does hire the network executive, executive as, as well. well. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Who I had to wonder, him. do you think he's a real network executive? I hope the guy. So. I hope so. I hope so too. Because that would be so funny. I, you know, it could be because I feel like those, I feel like TV companies like, or networks like ABC um, Mm. would have that kind of thing. Like, ooh, which of our executives should, you know, gets the chance to go on stage with this or whatever. You know, they get to kind of take the piss, but who knows? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That is the kind of thing that I'm picturing, to be fair. I don't know what it was like in the 80s, but I'm sure it was like, it'll be a bit of fun. Like, yeah. I think, and it obviously was, like, it would have been right. so much fun. I also think if Jim Henson's asked you to do things, you'd probably just say yes. I think so. Like, I think, you know, he definitely had the reputation. Obviously, he's, like, even more immortalized now, and so maybe, like, kind of more deified now than then. But, like, even still, in the 80s, people were, like, obsessed with Jim Henson, and rightfully so. Yeah, and already, I mean, he was already such a success by then. Yes, yeah. I mean, they had a ton of work under their belt by the early 80s, yeah. so ready to go um but yeah i do like the idea of that a lot yeah okay so i mean overall what do we do we rate it yeah well i don't know what do you want to do like start should we give it like should we give it um like a certain number of snouts out of snout or (laughs) yeah snouts is good um we take john snout away to start (laughs) good start um yeah (laughs) okay so i think i'm gonna give it like six and a half snouts out of ten um now that is because i did still enjoy a lot of it music Mm. fashion my favorite person was on screen a lot of the time i enjoyed that yeah um there was parts which we already talked about the potentially round face that was no good um and some moments of questionable intimacy um so and the bits and also boring bits of like that i was like who is this for and so there's yeah, yeah for me that's what jumped it down a bit but i still had overall a lovely time and i think i can't not have a lovely time if miss piggy was there so for me six and a half lovely i'm gonna go ahead and i'm i'm really struggling with this because mm-hmm. i agree with you like i loved the bookends of the special if you showed yeah. me the last two songs which is the calendar song and that excellent finale with john ritter mm-hmm. dressed as miss piggy so funny. and that inc- like super exciting opening yeah. I would be like, wow, this must be a perfect show. Um, but the middle of it really, like, parts of it let me down a lot. So mm-hmm. then again, it's still Miss Piggy. It's still the Muppets. I can't hate them. Uh-huh. I'm going to I'm gonna sit at a cool five snouts uh-huh. out of ten. I'm giving Bold. it a five snouts Bold. out of ten. Yeah, I yeah, am. Fifty okay. percent. Not a fail yeah. in my book, though. No, no, no. That's all the record. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Miss Piggy, but the writing for your special could have been better. Yeah. You you tell your people. Yeah. <laughs> tell the people who made you say the things they made you say, because we know it wasn't your decision. It wasn't you to get that guy really on. I think yeah. So um, I have a little treat to show you. Um, <gasps> Hooray. Details. Now, it's not the book we've talked about before, but it is okay. Diva oh Code. <gasps> So I got the diva code. You got code, the diva code. Miss Piggy on love and ten thousand idiotic things frogs do. Ah! 
um, it's a little book. So it's not the one we talked about, which is called Miss Piggy's Guide to Life. Which right. I still want. Yeah, harder to find though. Yeah. And it's also more expensive. <laughs> um, so this one I got really cheap on like eBay. Um, and I was like, yes, please. Um, so for, for a little bit, I'm going to read like different excerpts for Piggy Tales out of here, I think, because it'll be fun. Amazing. Um, That's so exciting. And I mean, people can get a bit of a flavor flavor of it as well. I don't remember what I'm saying. So I thought I'd read a little bit out of the Awaken the Diva Within chapter. Um, <laughs> so. I desperately want to learn how to do this. I'm so excited. Um, so I thought I'd read just, just a little bit. Um, just to give you an idea of what I would be like if I read audiobooks. Um, bad. Um, I'm dyslexic. Um, <laughs> but wonderful because your voice is nice to listen to. It, it's much easier when I just speak rather than read, but that's fine. Uh, okay. So I wanted to, I'll give you a couple of, there's like heaps of what every diva needs to know and then there's diva do's and diva don'ts so okay. i'll do a couple of i'll give you one whatever diva what every diva needs to know it's gonna be really hard to say and then we'll do some <laughs> yeah. diva do's. Tongue twister. Do some diva don'ts. <laughs> so hard to say okay, okay. wait before you do it yes, are there any illustrations nearby this information um there is a picture of her in the beginning of a chapter um I'll take it okay can you see this can you describe that? You yes, I can. We'll so it. it's a it's a lovely uh, view of Miss Piggy in formal wear. Mm-hmm. She it's a black and white picture, and she has um, like a long gown on and a feather boa, and she's in classic diva pose with like her head tilted back, like she's on a red carpet. Exactly, because that's who she is. Is that a mermaid dress? I didn't see the bottom. It is a mermaid dress. Wow, and it's got this nice kind of like um, shawly kind of thing. Not shawl. It's like kind of like a. It's see-through, but like all the way down. So not like a bolero, whatever the opposite of a bolero is. Mm. A long... <laughs> is the, sorry, when you said the opposite of a bolero, I just imagined tying a skirt around my waist. Is that what it is? <laughs> I don't think that's it. Okay, let's give okay. you the first one. Whatever, what every diva needs to know. So Tongue twister. Um, yeah, you know what? And I live by this probably too well. It is better to live beyond your means than beneath your standards. <laughs> Just giving me excuses to Ooh. shell out more money on clothes, Miss Piggy. Uh, literally so much of the problems uh. in my life are from that sentence and idea. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out I've got real high living standards <laughs> and not a lot of means. It seems to be that everything that I look at when I'm like, if I look price blind, I still always choose the most expensive stuff, like routinely. Yeah. I'm terrible you for it. Deserve it. I got. Um, I do. I have amazing yeah. taste, and I need to live up to that taste. Exactly. Yeah. We can do just not live in the world the way you should do. Go yeah. On. Come on. We're not going to eat delicious treats and wear nice clothes. Yeah. Here we are. We're Miss Piggy. We do what she says. Um, yeah. So. Diva code. <laughs> Hello. It's in the bloody book. Um, okay. So some diva dudes. Always be generous to yourself. And you know what? That's brilliant advice as well. I, I still it. think that's really important. <laughs> I think also this is great because this is like before the time of like proper self-help books, maybe in the same way. They're like, love yourself. You know, be kind to yourself. She already knew. And the funny part is this was written in jest in some of these, I assume, was there was jest involved. But, but they're not very wrong. good advice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just because you're joking doesn't mean you're wrong. Yeah, exactly. Uh, always be gracious. You never know who's going to marry into money. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one a lot. I love it. Um, so, always forgive and forget. 
except in cases where total and complete annihilation of your adversary is the only logical option, which happens to me more often than you might imagine. <laughs> oh, um, look, I, I don't know if I've ever needed to totally annihilate somebody, but in like retrospect, probably there are times where I could have. Um, I mean, yeah, I feel like some, there are times where you do need to just shut it down. Yeah. Um, and I think follow your heart and follow in your head, you know, the classic W, W, C, D. Yep. That's it. WWMPD. WWMPD. That was real rough in my brain. That's uh, a long one. Doesn't um, roll yeah. off the tongue as simply as the oh, old Christian one. No, I always use B, but again, it's what will Duffy do? Well, Buffy. <laughs> I have a, I'm sure I have a bracelet somewhere that has the J in there from my, my old days as a, a baby Christian. For Jesus, Jasmine. <laughs> I'm just for Jasmine. For Jasmine. Jasmine. Yeah. Like, Southern Bell thinks that you should do what Jasmine would do. <laughs> <laughs> um, always be 100% sincere. No, really. I mean it. Honestly. Would Moi lie to you? <laughs> would Moi lie to you, baby? Would Moi yeah. lie to you? So I'm going to um, leave it on do's. I'm going to leave the don'ts for next time. But that's a bit of a taste. Um, I'm so excited to go through more of this book with you. <laughs> I'm really excited for it. Um, it got, came in the middle of the day and I was like, I'm so ready. Uh, I've not read most of it. I wanted to kind of like give it some freshness. Yeah. Um, but there definitely was, I, before I picked the chapter before, because I was like, this will be a good chapter for us. Um, so for what we're yeah. doing this week. But yeah, I'm very excited. For, obviously, there'll still be other bits and piggy tales that I want to talk about as we go on that might be more relevant for what we're looking at that week. Um, but it is still very, very fun. And any kind of piggy content I have in my life is all good for me. Um, I completely agree. I think that we will be living by the diva code as time goes sure. by. I encourage anyone listening to also agree to live by the diva code. Yeah. Um, even if that code means allowing Tony Clifton to take more than 15 minutes of your fantastic special. <laughs> yeah, I mean, feel free to skip those bits over, guys, if you want to watch yeah. the special, which I do encourage. Again, I do yeah. encourage. But yeah. I mean, but if you're going to choose, just watch the calendar song. If you have to pick. It's so good. I think you'll find that that song is called Year Song. It's me. It's me. <laughs> and, <laughs> and this has been Letters to Miss Piggy. It's us. It's us. <laughs> to talk to you next time about whatever it is we end up talking about exactly oh follow us on instagram let us to miss send piggy. us miss piggy memes thanks for listening uh on that note goodbye <laughs> mwah. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Oh, now go. walk out the door